This show was first broadcast on Free FM, Hamilton, New Zealand's community access media organisation. For more information on our lineup of shows and the role we play in the media, visit freefm.org.nz. Hi, it's Vanessa from the Fighting Stigma Show on Free FM. Are you a Waikato local? Do you have an idea for a radio show? Do you want to try your hand at being a content creator on Free FM? If so, check out our website on freefm.org.nz or find Free FM on Facebook and get in touch. Hey, listen to Wrestling Round Upon, Free FM, RFM, and MP. Uh, as always, I'm Grady and live on Skype, we got Josh. Hey. Uh, this past weekend, we had WWE Day 1, uh, the first pay-per-view of the year, and six matches on the main show, one match on the pre-show. Let's quickly get through that pre-show match. Uh, Sheamus and Ridge Holland were going up against Cesaro and Ricochet. But in reality, it was kind of a handicap match by the end of it. Yeah, it it really is what it is. Um, Poor Ricochet. Uh, I wish wish he could grow some character in WWE. Because he's such an amazing wrestler. He did such good stuff uh, when he was in uh, Lucha Underground. Mm -hmm. But something is just preventing him from coming out with with some sort of character. Maybe maybe one of the thing was the mask the whole time. Um, I don't know, but yeah, <laughs> Ricochet got his balls handed to him. So, and because Cesaro walked off. Um, and we also had uh, Ridge Holland uh, getting injured in the match as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, seems like it was just a bit of a doomed match. Um, yeah, I, I don't really know what's happening going forward for any of these four men, really. Yeah, poor Ridge Holland. That's the second time he's been getting a push, and he's gotten hurt. Mm. Luckily, it seems as though this one is just a broken nose, and he might be able to, you know, put the nose shield on and continue. Yeah. Um, but we'll have to wait and yeah. see, I guess, whether that is the case. Yeah, it's definitely not a blown ACL like it was last time. Yeah, that is a, a game over uh, push, like, killer. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's a game over for nine months. Uh, and then let's jump on into the main show. Um We'll start with Drew McIntyre versus Madcap Moss, just because there isn't a whole lot to it. It's exactly what you expected today. (laughs) Uh, An absolute murder of Madcap uh, by by your boy Drew. He lasted a little bit longer than I expected. Yeah, I mean, it was a nine minutes match. Uh, Considering Drew's a two-time WWE champion, you would have expected a three-minute match. (laughs) So, yay Madcap. (laughs) <laughs> congrats man you lasted longer than we expected you to um it's kind of a hard one i guess because presumably this is still just continuing down the track of of corbin mcintyre um and this is sort of i guess the stopgap whether those two men just end up in the rumble or if they're on a quick little match before the rumble like it's both i could see them doing double duty uh at our next pay-per-view i could see them entering the match as well as um having a short little one-on-one that will probably go for about nine minutes and 45 seconds. Yep. Uh, which was exactly the length of the pre-show match. <laughs> go figure. 
Yeah, that probably told you have 10 minutes. Go have fun. Um, And then before the song, let's talk about the two tag team title matches. Um, First up, SmackDown, the Usos taking on the New Day. We did wonder, you know, was this going to be the beginning of the fall for the Bloodline? Um, But it seems as though the Usos are going to hold on to those blue straps for a little bit longer. Yeah, I wonder how if um, how much other events may have played into this match mm-hmm. because um, it's possible that it's possible they could have lost the titles, but uh, Roman testing positive might have changed everything. Yeah, it feels like a lot of plans shifted like massively. Obviously, when we get to the main event, the biggest plan shift of all we will come up and be pretty apparent, but. Um, you know, you're not even arguably your top star in your company testing positive for COVID-19, uh, at least announcing it, you know, the day of kind of deal is going to lead to some, some rapid running around and rewriting. And so I could definitely see them defaulting back to, nah, nah, just let the Usos hold on to it for now. Yeah. Um, uh, so yeah, it is something interesting to, um, to see, uh, maybe the New Day wasn't the right team again, the Tag team divisions are so thin, it is kind of hard to pick out a team that could conquer the Usos if it's not the New Day. Uh, But maybe, uh, who knows, maybe Cesaro and Ricochet will become a tag team and (laughs) they'll take all the Usos and win. Because because why not? (gasps) Let's throw anything at the wall and see what sticks. Yeah, that's kind of the deal right now, right? Just biffing stuff and... And seeing what comes away from it. That's kind of how we got Randy Orton and Riddle together, to be fair. So sometimes you hit gold and sometimes you hit poop. You don't really know what you're doing when you're slamming tag teams together randomly like we do uh, way too often. Like, it, as you say, the Usos are such a formidable, strong uh, opponent in the SmackDown tag team division. And it, it really felt like if anybody was going to take the belts off them, it was going to be the New Day. And now you do have to look around and go, you know, how how are these guys going to lose their belts? They're seemingly unstoppable if they can take down their strongest adversary. Yeah. Um, I will say it was um second longest match of the night. Mm. This and match, a good one. Uh, yeah. It's always a good one with the New Day and Dusos. Uh, there's a great deal of respect between the four men. Um, so they're always going to go out and they're always going to have a good match. If you see those four four men in a match, you know it's going to be good. Yeah. Doesn't matter who else is involved. If you see Usos and you see New Day, you know you're in for a good time. And if we we jump over to the red belts, uh, we got RK Bro, uh, current champions for Raw, taking on the Street Profits, and kind of feels the same way here. Obviously, the Street Profits not being their strongest adversaries, but who is going to step up and stop RK Bro? Honestly, they were the strongest adversary in the tag team <laughs> division um, from Brawl. That's saying um, something. Yeah, what, and the Street Profits are a fantastic team. Mm. And if they had beaten RK Bro, I wouldn't have been surprised um, because they are that good. The um, Yeah, so it is a matter of question. Um, who's going to take down and eventually end up splitting Orton and Riddle? Because you know the second they lose those titles and they finish the uh, rematches, they're not going to have a reason to be a team anymore, and they're going to split. No, Randy Orton's not going to be a bad man. He's going no, to be he, nice. Uh, um, 
Actually, I think I would flip the script and have Riddle turn on Arden. They can still be friends. Why Why do they have to hate each other? Um, it's more about elevating Riddle for me. Um, and so the, then the question is, who, again, who do we have that we can have take down Riddle and Norton if it wasn't the Street Profits? Yeah, obviously there's other names in both the Raw and SmackDown divisions, but these four teams that we've kind of just talked about are like the most established top of the tier kind of guys um yeah and so i, I hate to do this but i think when we get to the main event i might have an idea fair for the tag team division but i can't go over it now because it kind of spoils <laughs> part of the um, main event i understand uh what you're going with though i'm catching your drift uh for sure but yeah the the tag team divisions i think suffer a lot from only one or two teams really being built up like if you're looking overall at both brands, the tag teams that you have are the current champs, the New Day somehow, they're always built up, and whoever is facing the champs at the time. Like, I have no doubt that the Street Profits will start fading off again now, and then whoever the next challenger is, whether it's who you're thinking from the main event or not, will become built up, and they'll become the second most important team in the division. There's not really you know side tag team feuds there's not other tag teams waiting in the wings at the moment who you're like oh if street profits don't get it these guys can get it i'm not sitting here going oh ray and dominic are going to get it back or um this team here is going to get it back it's it really is the champions and their current contenders um and and that's all really that the division has and that suffers because when we come to a match like this, obviously they face off and if the champ retains, the champ retains and we all sit here shrugging, wondering what's next. Yeah. yeah it's part of the pain of all the uh, releases is because there were so many potential tag teams that they could have put together with all those releases that could have helped solve this issue. Mm. Well, thank you for that lovely segue that I'm sure you provided on purpose. Um, as like probably i think it's two hours before uh us recording this uh i think it started uh, there's been another wave of releases coming through at the moment so we'll get back to day one on the other side of the song um and there's a, there's a lot of names which I'll, I'll start to run through but this is at time of recording so at like twelve nineteen p.m on thursday new zealand time because uh, it's still evolving and like um there's a there's a whole bunch of people who are still being added to this list like i just refreshed now and there was another name added to the list um but it looks like wwe are cleaning house out of the performance center um their official statement uh issued to fightful was uh with the continued evolution of nxt 2.0 we've decided to part ways with some of the staff in our performance center we thank them for their many contributions throughout the years and wish them the best um, and if we're looking at the, the list of people who have been removed from that, you know, we've got Road Dog, Ace Steel, Ryan Katz, uh, Ranjan Singh, Scott Armstrong, George Carroll, um, Sarah Cummins. If we're looking at competitors, we've got Danny Birch, uh, Timothy Thatcher, Suzuki, who was with Diamond Mine. Uh, but most importantly, I guess the biggest shock to everybody, uh, when it came out a couple hours ago, uh william regal uh you know mainstay of nxt a mainstay of the performance center 
being parted ways with the WWE. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was definitely a surprise when I heard about it, but it kind of also makes sense in, in a way because at on NXT last night, we did see what was essentially the official end of the original NXT mm. with the change of the title from Champa to Braun Breaker. Yeah. So it kind of does make sense to go in a different direction with the GM. It is sad because William Regal is such a legend in, in the business. Um, I, but I could see maybe them bringing him back in a few months. It's just being a four Laurel and not an actual straight up release. Maybe having him in the work in the background, but not actually on television. Yeah. That's the, the tough part here because if we were looking at it purely from, as you say, a competitor contract, basically, right? Or a performer contract. Sure. William Regal departing from his authority role on NXT is amazing as he has been in that role. We can understand. But I feel like what they've done here is they've released some of their best trainers from the performance center, uh, including William Regal. And as you say, maybe he'll, he'll come back as a trainer only, but I, I got a bad feeling that this isn't going to leave a great taste in anyone's mouth. Um, to, to try and bring him back on. Um, and if he is truly in free agency and able to be around and go wherever he goes, then whichever company picks up this guy, not to be a competitor, but purely to be a backstage talent is really gonna, um, benefit from that really. Like the other names, like Scott Armstrong's on there, Timothy Thatcher, great competitor, probably maybe go back to Europe. Um, Road Dog seemed like he was employed because he was a maid of Triple H's, but he's been ripped off it. Maybe reunited with Billy Gunn, we'll wait and see. But Regal really is, at the moment, that big name on there that I feel like any company could be uh, alleviated or raised up by having him backstage and just imparting, having people sit under that knowledge tree. And uh, that's the that's the song we're going to play this week. Uh, in between all of our talking about WWE Day 1, um, I didn't ask, did you want William Regal's British theme or did you want real man's man? You know what? For one last uh, raw, let's do the man's man. Cause it, I think he got a kick out of the one time he had it played <laughs> with, uh, with Daniel Bryan. So we'll go with that one just cause it's such a, a, a fun one. And that's playing for you now. He's a man. Such a man.
And you're back to Wrestling Roundup on Free FM, RFM, and MP. Uh, I'm Grady, he's Josh, and now it's time to get back onto WWE Day 1. Uh, we've got three more matches left to talk about. Let's talk about the singles match, Edge versus The Miz. 20 minutes. Uh, pretty, pretty good one between the two, but it was also just a setup match. Yeah. Yeah, it was a, the further storyline. Uh, that's kind of been what Edge's matches have been. The first match, he wins. But it just ultimately story, continues the storyline. Um, so, and the Miz had a, I can say he had a great match with Edge, with the Legend Edge, and uh, now he gets to work with his wife, and Edge gets to work with his. Yeah, we all sort of kind of saw it coming when Beth Phoenix had left NXT commentary um, out of seemingly nowhere. I know there was a lot of people whispering around, like, oh, she's going to start working as an active competitor again, etc. We don't know if this is a one-off. All I know is that she looked bad freaking a dollar sign dollar sign uh, when she showed up at day one. And if she wants to go, I'm not holding her back. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we're definitely, I think, on the verge for um, for a mixed tag match. Um I, I could definitely maybe even see uh, Beth having her own, like, edge moment here and um, having her own run with uh, some of the more talented women in the in the division. Hmm. Uh, I mean, could you imagine Beth versus somebody like Charlotte or Becky? Yeah. Um, especially we get the rust off and completely knocked off of her, um, and we get to that point. We could have some amazing matches with... A lot of the top talents, including Bianca Belair. I'd love to see a match with Bianca and, and Beth Phoenix. Mm. It'd be good to see. Um, and all we know in the short term is that that mixed tag match has been booked for the Royal Rumble. Uh, we're like one day removed from day one. We already have three matches, five if you count the Rumbles, booked in on that card. And uh, yeah, I, I personally would be super happy if Beth Phoenix came back as a... Uh, you know, active competitor, whether she wrestles the edge schedule or whether she wrestles a full-time schedule. She seems like she can go, and she was always a great talent when we had her. Yeah. So, yeah, I could def- I would definitely love to see her have a year a year run with uh, some of the top talents in the um, the women's division. Mm-hmm. Uh, just just to give her, like, her, her, uh, her own uh, retirement tour. Because that's basically what I've been looking at is this whole edge thing. Is it's been a retirement tour. It's just been a really long one. <laughs> um, but, um, and the matches he's given us has been amazing in between his injuries. Yeah. Um, so I'm perfectly fine with it. Um, I'm fine with the fact that he didn't win the title because it, he didn't need it. Yeah. And I would be the same way with Beth. With, uh, Beth. I'd love to see the matches uh, between them, but I, I don't need. Um, need her to win the t- uh, title mm-hmm. just just want to see the matches yeah. those, are, those would be technically dream matches for me and sticking in that women's division right now on raw uh we had a raw women's championship match uh in the third eh, pretty much tied for second longest match of the night becky lynch Liv morgan my hopes were up my hopes were high you should have kept them in the basement <laughs> i should have i let them out um, yeah uh, they, honestly, I didn't see, there was like, she had a Ziggler's chance of, of winning for me, um, if we've been able to talk about it, um, in, as a pre-show thing, mm-hmm. I, I definitely would not have picked, um, Liv Morgan, uh, but yeah, she had a good match, but 
honestly, I, I like Liv. I don't think she's hitting with the crowd. Hmm. And I think that is a major issue. Um, so I, as much as I'd like to have seen her take down Becky as for the shock value, because I said that uh, a few, couple weeks ago, I'd love to see the shock value. I just don't see. I just there's something missing. There's something wrong with the picture. And Liv is not working with people that aren't already her fans. Well, we'll have to see what direction WWE end up going because next week on Raw, we'll figure out who Becky Lynch's opponent is going to be. It is going to be one of Liv Morgan, Bianca Belair, or Dewdrop. They're going to have a triple threat to uh, figure out who faces Lynch next. It's going to be all three. Fatal four way? Yeah, because I, I, I'm. it's either going to be all three or it'll be both Liv and Bianca. Um, because I, my guess is that... Um, I think Becky gets involved in the match, mm-hmm. um, which can either cause the match to be completely thrown out, thus resulting in the fatal four-way, or she gets involved and it results in a double pin, with Liv and Bianca both scoring a pinfall on Dewdrop, mm. and that results in a draw, which results in a triple threat. <laughs> <laughs> so many triple threats. Yeah. Well, we'll have to wait and see what happens in that Raw Women's Division, because to be fair, we never could have predicted what is about to happen in the Raw Men's World Championship Division. To rewind, you guys are going to get a little bit of a monologue from me now. Coming into this pay-per-view, it was meant to be Big E defending against Seth Rollins and Kevin Owens and Bobby Lashley. Um, and then it was meant to be Brock Lesnar taking on... Roman Reigns for the Universal Championship. We had this whole storyline with Paul Heyman and everything with Roman. Um, unfortunately, just before WWE Day 1, Roman Reigns comes uh, comes out as being COVID positive, can't compete at the event, the match is cancelled, leaving Brock Lesnar open in the air with no match. They end up placing him into that WWE Championship match, making it a fatal five-way, and then he ultimately ends up pinning Big E, because uh, for some reason Brock Lesnar just can't stand the New Day and uh, rips the title off of Big E and uh, sets himself up for his next feud pretty much straight away as well. Yeah, um, it is what it is. Um, I think he had a good title run. Uh, and now that he's won it, he doesn't need need anything to justify you know, any future title marriages. He's a former WWE champion, so um, he won't need... Um, any real uh, thing like a, a rumble or a, uh, another briefcase to put him back up there if they want to bring him back up. Um, I, as, as I alluded earlier, my idea for a tag team is main event guys thrown together because they have nothing else to do. <laughs> that freaking Rollins, that's officially his name now, Yep. and Kevin Owens, and have them take the titles off of RK-Bro. Thrown together team beating thrown together team, and just so they can be inseparable as a as a tag team together. Because uh, again, we need bodies in the tag team division, and if you're not going to do anything with the two main two main event talents, you might as well put them together and do something with them in the tag team division. So, I can see them doing very similar stuff. Like everybody loved the Chris Jericho Kevin Owens stuff. I feel like that's very similar energies here with Seth Rollins being a little more over the top and crazy, um, working off of the more straight guy of Kevin Owens. I, I feel like that dynamic already worked once, so it can work again. Yeah, uh, Seth's 
worked pretty well with just about anybody he's teamed with to win a title, tag titles. He's what, a um, five-time tag team champion or something like that? It's pretty long. Uh, um, so, yeah, I can definitely see that going. But I think more importantly for this match, we're finally getting it. <laughs> we're finally getting what we have been wanting since Bobby Lashley returned to the WWE. We're but... getting big match Bobby versus, and I'm not talking about Rude, versus Brock Lesnar in an actual WWE match. Big meaty men slapping mint. Yep. Um, personally, I would absolutely love it if, uh, if Lashley was able to take down Brock Lesnar, um, and take the title back because it would just further submit the fact that Lashley is important. He's a, a fantastic, he's been a fantastic talent the entire year. Um, and it definitely if Roman Reigns didn't exist, as I said, I think on last week's show, Bobby Lashley would have been my pick for the <laughs> superstar of the year. Because he had a fantastic year. He won the title at the beginning of the year from Miz. Held it, had some fantastic matches with Drew. Um, and then he uh, gave, gave Biggie his moment. Um, so yeah, he had a fantastic year. Uh, and if he could take down Brock Lesnar, that would just elevate him to another stratosphere. Mm-hmm. Um, it would put him close to Roman. Roman is in a league of his own. And not even beating Brock Lesnar would put Bobby in that league, but it would definitely put him a lot closer than he is now. Yeah, as well, like we obviously set it up at the WWE Day One pay per view, but then on Raw it did become official as Bobby Lashley was able to to win the Fatal Four Way Number One Contendership match. So it's not even a pipe dream; it is one hundred percent happening uh, at the Royal Rumble. And I I don't know. I, I feel like that is arguably a WrestleMania caliber match that. Maybe they'll stall the feud out for. I'm not. I'm not a hundred percent sure on that. Otherwise, who do you give to Brock Lesnar for WrestleMania? Well, there is one uh, uh, option if you keep the title on Brock Lesnar, and it's probably not an option you want to hear. Oh no! Title unification at WrestleMania. You keep throwing this out. Yeah, have one of the champions in the Rumble, either Roman or Brock, and they win the Rumble. And then challenge the other champion for the title at WrestleMania to unite them. And that officially ends the brand split. You keep pitching me title mergers. You've pitched me the women's title merging. You've pitched me the tag team titles merging. Maybe, you know, a broken clock will be twice, right twice a day. Yeah. Um, A lot of my pitches has been because of the shrinking roster. Yeah. With all the releases and stuff. They're getting to the point where they can't support two divisions in the women's divisions, two uh, tag team divisions. And there are a lot of people that are being left motionless because they are not able to support those divisions. If you combine the titles, you combine all but and you end the brand uh, split, it would allow them to mingle everybody together a little better. Mm. So it, that's why I have most reason I've been pretty pitching them, but it's like if you're going to do that, if you're going to do a title unification, this is the perfect set of storm of circumstances for that to happen. Roman has to pull out of his match, because, um, but he'll be back. And you have Brock as the champ- new champion for the WWE division. So if you want to really want to go that route, you now have an avenue to do it. And it mm-hmm. makes sense. 
Well, we'll have to wait and see what they do going forward, and we will talk about that as the weeks come on, because for this week, we are all out of time. It's been great talking to you. Bye, you can visit our Facebook page, Facebook.com forward slash wrestling RND up, or our Twitter page, Twitter.com forward slash wrestling RND up, or our YouTube page, YouTube.com forward slash wrestling RND up, and we'll see you next week. For more episodes, use the accessmedia.nz app for iOS and Android devices, or subscribe to this podcast via Spotify, iHeartRadio, or Apple Podcasts. This free FM podcast was brought to you with support from New Zealand On Air.